greater phoenix. We can tell our story differently. A new perspective. A different look. Greater Phoenix A to Z. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when this finds you. Welcome to the Greater Phoenix A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Casey Gilchrist. We're back. We. I haven't introduced my guests yet, but I am back. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's all I have to say. The Southern Girl is back, y'all, for part two of Southern Girls Take West. Arizona or West Coast. I don't even know the title of this thing. We had to bring Ashley Busada back um, because we by are popular to me <laughs> by you forcing me to come back on the show. Um, so for those of you who maybe missed uh, the previous episode where Ashley, uh, my colleague Ashley Busada, who works at GPEC here. Uh, came on, we did a Southern Girls Take West Coast or a Southern Girls Perspective on Arizona Hot Takes. And if you're not familiar with what a hot take is, uh, the definition that I used previously is a hot take is a quickly produced, strongly worded, and often deliberately provocative or sensational opinion or reaction. So we could think of no one better than Ashley on the team to come and lend lend her opinion <laughs> to the podcast um, on common Arizona hot takes. So we brought Ashley on the show for a specific reason, just because her and I are, are not from Arizona. And we thought it would be interesting to get our perspectives as outsiders. So Ash, for those who don't know where you're from, tell us where you're from and your background. Yes. Hello, my listeners. <laughs> oh my Do you have a fan base? <laughs> you might now. <laughs> Fan base of. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Happy to be back. Part two. Um, so I'm Ashley Basada. So I'm originally from Shreveport, Louisiana, the port city. Um, so for y'all that don't know North Louisiana, and I moved out here two years ago um, to Phoenix to work at GPEC. So I came to KC because we wanted to do the podcast together. I'm like, I think we should do something about Southern girls take on Arizona, the West coast, like give our perspective of living here. Cause it's very unique. It's very different. And for those listeners who this might be your first episode that you've ever listened to, I'm Casey Gilchrist. I'm originally from the state of Virginia, which like we got into our previous podcast, the state of Virginia is the South. I accept her as being a Southerner. Yeah. I need, I need some friends. I'm from Virginia beach. <laughs> it's on the Southeast coast of the state. So I have a lot of Southern influences in my life. My dad like grew up on a farm. He was one of 16 kids on a farm. He had to like cut chicken heads. Yeah. So like I consider where I'm from the South. And so I like Ashley moved here just about two years now. You're about to hit your two year, um, to join GPEC and and join the team and get a, get a new piece of scenery. So we have kind of a Southern hot take to start us off. And this is something we both experienced when we moved to Arizona and we're not used to this, this whole cross street thing here in Arizona. And that's a hot take. Like y'all are creepy with your cross streets in here in Arizona. Cause Ash, I don't know if this is similar for you, but like we go by neighborhoods. Do you guys in Louisiana? Yes. It was a huge adjustment when you moved here. Cause you said people are like, where do you live? And you're like, You'll say the city or you'll say the neighborhood, like Spring Lake or, I don't or know, Kempsville. Where, yeah. yeah. Like the, air, the little area in the city. Here it's like, what are your cross streets? And I'm like, 
I don't want you to know exactly where I live. <laughs> Especially if it's like it's, a prominent, like you're on the cross street. But yeah, it's it scared me for a little bit. And I'm like, I don't want you to know. It's almost like, give me your address. Yeah. That's how I felt for the longest time. But that is how everyone speaks here. What are your cross streets? Yeah. And I will say we are in a grid system. So it does help in orienting you where you're yeah. at in the market. And I feel better when I lived in my previous apartment. I would say, oh, I'm on 7th Avenue Osborne. And I'm literally telling you my exact address because there's nothing else there. No, that's how I was when I first moved at Scotts. I was like Osborne and North Scotts or something. Like it was almost like you knew the apartment complex yeah. I live in. And I'm yeah. like, you're a stranger to me. Exactly. Stranger danger. Yeah. I think for us Southern Bells, that is not <laughs> okay. I don't know if I would classify you as a Southern Bell. <laughs> that's another debate then. No, but that is something you will have to learn here very yes. quickly. We've had a few people, new friends who've moved here to Phoenix, and we've always advised them, know Just your cross know your streets. Cross streets. Yes. Memorize them. Um, another thing that you've mentioned a few times at the lunch table, as you do, is that In-N-Out Burger is like a West Coast thing. Because you're a fan of Whataburger, yes. right? Which I Which think I is disgusting. I know you're going to come at me. Yeah. yeah. What is Whataburger? <laughs> is it a taco place? Is it a burger place? Like what? what? It's what a burger. It's, it's just I think burgers? it originally out of no, out of Texas. So it's tacos too? No, no. They have Tostitos, like breakfast Tostitos. With burgers? Or you could get burgers or chicken nuggets, chicken tenders. This is not. Okay, no. but the, the issue is what's the love for In-N-Out Burger? Where like if people are traveling from like... Michigan or anywhere East yeah. Coast if that doesn't have it, it's like they will make the extra trip to go to In and Out Burger every day they're here. And I just I, I was just trying to understand. No, that's a fair point because when I traveled to Dallas for the first time, Dallas is like Chain City. They had an In and Out. That is true. And I went out of my way to go to In and Out and I was extremely disappointed. Yeah. Because In and Out is not all that great. Yeah, they're fries. They're the fries. Terrible. Yes. They're like soggy and they're like, well, they're like, are they a hard? I don't know. No. The superior, the right answer to what's the best fast food burger is Five Guys. That is the I best burger I feel like you're the joint. only person that would say No, like, Five Guys is where it's at, man. The Cajun fries, they're crinkle cut, so they have more surface area for your ketchup. Like, it's it's a proven fact. Like, we don't even have to debate this, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've, I've never eaten at Five Guys. You've Except, never eaten? I think I've gone there once at a college game, like somebody's college campus, like Auburn or something had five guys. And that was like our option to like grab something to eat. Uh -oh. So do I remember? You need to go back, give up this Whataburger, whatever <laughs> it's called. I've never eaten Well, it's there. hard to find a Whataburger here. Okay. Well, that might so, be an indication be <laughs> as to how everyone else feels about Whataburger, <laughs> to be honest. All right. Another, so we received all these hot takes. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we received all these hot takes anonymously from, you know, our colleagues, from strangers on the street. Um, it's just a whole collection of different hot takes. And um, someone recently told me the suicide lanes on the sevens are actually really helpful. And to be honest, for those of you who don't know this, they're actually called universal turn lanes. That's a slang word for for the turn. But these are essentially lanes that open and close depending on the flow of traffic. So during certain parts of the day, normally rush hour, an extra third lane is added to 7th Ave and 7th Street to help with the flow of traffic going north and south. So this can be a very controversial, like not controversial, but a very confusing, confusing transportation slash addition. Slash dangerous for newbies. Yes. And I was a part of that crowd too. Did you get like, I think at? I still get confused. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you are 
Not <laughs> the best driver. <laughs> Top-notch driver. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, if you don't know and you, like, you pull in that middle lane because you're going to take a left, mm-hmm. but it's during the hours you're not supposed to, like, you're stuck. But there are signs above it, Ash, that say... I know, say, but if you're not used to it, like, I don't know what that means. It's pretty descriptive. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> okay, for y'all, for those of you who don't know Ashley Besada, she is a great woman, but safe driver <laughs> questionable maybe it's not, not safe it's just it's uh, not on my resume erratic driving <laughs> you're entering the car at your own risk at your own risk which is crazy that people ask me to drive all the time and but I'm you like, do have a very nice car it's very comfortable but you know i take it as it's a larger car so if we do get hit we'll be fine <laughs> or if you hit someone else don't oh. point this out in the world <laughs> i'm just warning okay but so here's because we're just speaking of traffic since i've gotten here i'll say oh like okay if you get out of this is kind of going off the middle lane thing but when you get out of state farm stadium for a cardinals game you know they direct traffic certain ways and i'm like oh it's the contraflow and like no one seems to know what that word means here. Contraflow. Yes. Yeah, so it like, sounds like a disease <laughs> or like something you're going. It's like through. how they make the flow of traffic. So it's like every, easier after big functions for like everybody to get out. At LSU games, we always had, and it's like, oh, this is the way the contraflow. You don't want to get stuck in it, or. So you would say this is the contraflow. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's new to me. I've never heard of this. Term. I know, and I say it a lot, and people are like look at me like. I hope I'm not making them. I don't think I'm making them. She might be. It's Louisiana education right there, y'all. <laughs> she might just be making up the word. No, I do think it is a real word. It's yeah. like a very sophisticated, you like planning Thank term. you. I'm sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Um, another hot take I got was people in Arizona are fiends for Dutch bros. What are your thoughts? something is going on with Dutch bros. What do you mean? Because something? it'll be 1030 at night and there is a line wrapped around Dutch bros. Who's drinking caffeine at 1030 at night? Yeah. They or do maybe have like drinks. Them. I think they have smoothies. Maybe they need a well, smoothie. Maybe, but it just blows my mind that. Yeah. So even when I have clients, they like won't call them like, well, let's go to Dutch bros. There's something about it. Like mm-hmm. people love it. I mean, they do have good coffee. My mom is a fiend for Dutch bros. But is she? Why? It's not only Arizona, though. I think they actually originated in Oregon. But it's West Coast. It is West Coast. We it's don't have West any Co- Dutch yes. bros. So I just like always, the one that we live by, It's you'll never drive by and there's not a line. That's true. And it's like all hours of the day. Is it cheaper than Starbucks? Do you know? I don't know because I don't like. I'm not a fan of their coffee, but mm-hmm. and I just drink black coffee. So I guess I don't know what, who's Tom judging, but yeah. I did learn because it's it blows my mind. So I'm always talking about it to people <laughs> that they do. If you have their app, apparently they'll shoot out notif- notifications to your phone that like certain hours a day you could get like four four drinks for four dollars or something like absurd. Well, yeah, that's why they're busy. So, so maybe that's why they're busy at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, <laughs> or people are just prepping for the night ahead. Hey, you know, Gets, okay. Gets lit okay. here in Greater Phoenix. Get caffeine on. <laughs> Sometimes I do go get some caffeine um, before a night out, I will say, because I'm an old lady these days. Um, another hot take that someone mentioned was that Arizona has the best sunsets in the world. 
I think we we both agree on this one. Yeah, I, I agree. World, I, I mean, haven't world. Traveled, <laughs> traveled the world. I would say Fiji might rival you or like Bora Bora or something like that. But I will say nationally, we probably do have probably top two states. Yeah. When I moved out here, somebody told me they're like, every day go outside. I had a balcony that overlooked uh, Camelback. Well, I could see Camelback. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, somebody said you should go every day and take a picture of the sunset for a year and just like to go back and see it all. I tried to do it, but yeah. it really is. The sunsets are beautiful and it's different every night. And it's, yeah, I just, did I think a, it's something special. I did a sunset hike at North mountain and it was, uh, it's very difficult hike. I would not, I think there are easier ones you could do, but I was drenched in. Anyway, we won't get into yeah. the details. Nobody but, wants to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was very beautiful because um, when you get to the top of North Mountain, there's another little hike you have to do to get to the very, very tippy top where you could look westward. And the sunset was stunning. And then when it goes behind, there's another mountain range that it goes behind. It's just red everywhere. Yeah, the red. It's the- so pretty. Now, when you hiked back down, was it dark? It was. It was scary, girl. And y'all didn't have a light. No, I would recommend a headlight yeah. or like a, a flashlight or something. But luckily, North Mountain is somewhat paved. But depending on where you park, you will have to go down some like rocky bits uh, and you will need a light. Luckily, I, I just kept my hand on the person in front of me and he guided me down. But, yeah. Um, it was a little bit scary. Going down move. I, I know. Well, that was his fault, not mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Easy to blame somebody else. Um, but no, I, I have heard that the only other state that rivals Arizona is Hawaii because apparently there's this green flash that happens oh. every single sunset for like a millisecond and it flashes. You can Google it like green flash sunset Hawaii, like do something like that. And apparently it's just this unique feature of the ecosystem in Hawaii. And okay. We might need to go test that out. I think we should. I think on behalf of like <laughs> Arizona tourism, we should go test oh, it out. Oh, I was going to say on behalf of the podcast. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> happy to t- happy to take that trip. Um, all right. Another hot take. Greater. Don't bang on the oh, She's an amateur, y'all. It's my I first have- podcast. <laughs> Come on. Fair. Another hot take. Greater Phoenix is clean. Okay. This was one of yours. This is one of mine. Please explain. Because it is my hot take. Okay. When I first moved here, and I will even say like my parents said it, like people will agree when you talk about it. I think if you're from here and you live here, you don't think about it, but the streets are clean. Everything's very well landscaped. I just feel like it's a lot of pride of place. Like they put in money to make sure their city shows or the region shows well. Yeah. Like there's not trash on the side of the road. I or mean, there the will highway. be sometimes, yeah. stuff, but nothing like old tires and stuff all pushed up on the side, just waiting for someone to come clean it. Yeah, I would agree. And I will say the neighborhoods are kept really yeah. nice, no matter where you're at in the region too. Like you could be East Valley. I mean, East Valley is very nice. Like Scottsdale takes a lot of pride, but everyone takes the same amount of pride in their community, which is wonderful to showcase. Yeah. And they're always like pe- street people. <laughs> I don't know. Cleaners, <laughs> the, like, the vans. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, the scrubbers, yeah. <laughs> like the little, sh- the the cars that yeah, clean the streets. Yeah, because I remember when I first moved here and lived in Scott, so I'd wake up early to go work out, and they had them out there cleaning the streets. Yeah, yeah. So I just like I always, and I don't know if that's the economic developer of me that I pay attention to that. Like, yeah. no, but it's true when you I bring know, the like, client. Before, like when we brought in clients, we had to call, yes. and be like, "Hey, can y'all clean up the path we're going to take the client?" Yes. Here, I'm like. I don't even think about that yeah. ever, yeah. ever. And even the trails are beautifully kept yes. too. Like, oh yeah. Yes. I'd never see trash on the trails, which is nice. Um, great hot take and very true. Yeah. 
Um, this was another one of your hot takes that I don't really understand, Ashley. Um, you said the birds aren't scared. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hear me out. Somebody, somebody on this podcast will agree with me. The birds here in Arizona, like they're not scared of you what? and they will like fly right at you. Like when we're playing tennis, they'll just fly right at us. Like they don't, they're not worried about it. And have you seen like, if you're driving, they'll just come right in front of your car. Like nothing scares them. Like they have no fear. I mean, I will say at GPEC on one of our windows, um, and I don't know what direction it's facing west or something. There was a dead bird that was just there for like at least two months. It was this poor little dead bird. He ran into the window, I bet. But listen, start paying attention. Start paying attention to birds that just like fly at you or just fly at your car. Don't get out of the way. Like they don't care. It's like their world. We're an inconvenience to them. I will say, remember we were at Lucy's that one time on 12th and those birds, that is a great restaurant, but the birds love it too. Yeah. (laughs) They're not scared. They come to your plate and I'm like, I don't, that's why I thought about it. Cause I had my sister and brother-in-law in town and we went to Lucy's and they were like, just chilling on our table and trying to eat off our plate. I'm like. No, no fear. No, maybe I need to learn to be an Arizona bird. Yeah, be bold. Be bold. I mean, well, mm. <laughs> maybe not. No, anyways, <laughs> I got one. I don't know if we've already done this one. <laughs> Greater Phoenix loves them some dive bars. Okay, and I don't think that is, I came, that came across negative, and that was not a negative thing. But like, you love some dive bars, no? Because that's all I, that's all I have to work with. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, but they're also unique too. I mean, yeah, you they're know, charming. But I think Phoenix has a lot of dive bars, and then also their speakeasies. Like, I think they have a big speakeasy thing that scene that a lot of people would not realize was but, here. Are they truly speakeasies, though? Okay, well, someone was chilling. someone someone was debating this this is a healthy debate someone was debating and and we can prove them wrong but someone was saying they're not really speakeasies like they're just because speakeasies are supposed to be (laughs) like when i think of speakeasy i think of like only a certain number of people know about this and you have to have a password and like or you have to do a certain knock to open it and the speakeasies that we go to like we just walk in i think there's one in phoenix that we went to for my birthday that one time and you had to go into a phone booth and like dial something that's a speakeasy but some of these quote-unquote speakeasies they're you just walk in you know like i need some mystery i need some passwords i need a password that changes every week but also i mean i've gone to a few speakeasies outside of the state that have like a password type thing but like that means nothing but it gets but you, you just but you just like but like everybody in the line has a password. But they change it every week, so you gotta you gotta go on the you Facebook. Gotta, you, you gotta get on the scene. Yeah, okay, you gotta stay in the in the loop on everything that's going on with the restaurant. But I do think that there are there are a ton. Like if you just go on social media, there's people's like some people's social media channels or profiles are only dedicated to speakeasies oh. in Arizona. And that's what you're saying is that doesn't, then that means it's not, it's a, not speakeasy a speakeasy because it's known. Yeah. They're just, it's oh. so hyped. Okay. Cause everyone knows right. about the speakeasy at the Valentine, right? On seventh Ave. Everyone knows about that. Speakeasy. But would you call that a, but they the, call it a speakeasy. The 1912? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. call that one. There's a door that's connected and they serve food from the Valentine. I know that's, but that's what they call it. So, oh, so maybe it's definition. Of a speakeasy. We need we need Which, to clarify that. Somebody help us help your girls out. 
Yeah, and if there's speakeasies with passwords or secret knocks or feel free to share it share in the with comments. us. Yes, because I I do miss that um that part. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's show. Hopefully you had some hot takes that you can take home to your friends and family. Uh, I will be back again with another episode of the Greater Phoenix A to Z podcast soon. I know that we have some really cool shows in the lineup, including uh, Phoenix Food. I think we have a fashion one coming up and an architecture one, which I'm really excited about. So be sure to stay tuned. Uh, Do me and our guests a favor and be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. Also, if you would like, please rate us five stars. It does help and leave a comment. Be sure to follow Ashley on social media. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place to find her and keep up with what she's up to. Um, and to keep up with what's happening in Greater Phoenix, follow GPAC at Greater PHX on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and I'm guessing it's called X. I still have to get with Markom to figure out how to say that. But I think it's X. Um, so until next time, be safe and well. Cheers. Bye, y'all.